0: hello what's up how much it's warm in my office
1: (gasps) yeah (gasps) a
0: face Um,
1: what's going on
0: I have a better view like that I guess there you go so tell me the things we kind of have like the same shirt on right now.
1: Target. Uh,
0: no, it's um. Uh, you have a pocket. I, I don't have a pocket.
1: It's a great pocket.
0: What uh? What color is that?
1: Purple, but like it's got like some weird, okay. you know, discoloration on it. My, mine's. It's distressed. From,
0: mine's brown from LL Bean.
1: Brown. 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 Indeed. That's cool. How was your night?
0: good um baby went to bed my my one-year-old child
1: congratulations mm-hmm. you did it
0: we, we survived a year <laughs> and then um and then we had some dinner we're all prepped for tomorrow we're good we're good to go and uh here we are
1: here we are I'm ready that's great um,
0: Yeah, my my three-screen experience. again. Perfect. Um, How was your night?
1: Good. Shayna went to Trader Joe's. I put Joe down. um, And he's been down successfully, it seems, for a bit. Good. And then, yeah, I just kind of hung around. I looked at some of the more... Recent news about the uh, movie we're talking about tonight, mm-hmm. and that was kind of it. Here we are. And now,
0: now, you're you're doing the the mic experience.
1: I like to hold it sometimes. Most of the time, what really sucks is when I go and I like perform at a show, mm-hmm. and somebody doesn't have a mic stand. Yeah. That really doesn't work for me.
0: No, no, está bueno.
1: No, está bueno. So, I get there and then I'm like singing like crazy, because I'm projecting, and that's just like very distressing and sad. Nobody really wants to see that. Mm-hmm. And I can also get much more um, emotion and feeling out of using a microphone, so I don't have to be as loud. Um, yeah, man. I feel but it, it's all—it's all good. Uh, hopefully I'll get to perform again sometime. <laughs>
0: sometime in the near future.
1: I have to get back out. I, you have to do the mics and you have to be cool with the mics. It's
0: a whole, it's a whole loop. It's a whole,
1: it's a, it's a loop. And yeah, then whenever I do shows, then I get hot and then people call me and that's fun. But then I'm, I'm all tired and I have to be in like good health. So like last week when I wasn't feeling great, it's not, it's not as fun to go sing. Um, of course not. Yeah, and then you don't want to get other people sick because I'm like literally spreading my germs all around everywhere, well. screaming them. It's not fair <laughs> about ketchup. No, no one wants that shit. <laughs> it's not fair. <laughs> it's not okay. Um, I'm also working with the. Uh, I have a new song um, where I have like a bass line, and then I have a like a rhythm guitar part. And kind of an idea of like where I'm going with the solo guitar melodies, and I know what it's called, and I want to go do it, mm-hmm. but I know the first time I go do it, it's going to be a total fa- disaster failure. Mm. It's totally not going to work. Well, you know, no, it, but it is. It's it the anytime you go and you take something, a new piece of equipment, the first time out, it always fails. I know from experience on this, <laughs> <laughs> like no matter what it is, like the time I, I got that cool tone app amp. So it right. hooks on with a magnet into the back of your guitar and it plugs into the, uh, the out, you know, the uh, output of your electric acoustic. And then it will give you like reverb or delay or uh, a decent flange. And it's pretty cool, but you have to either physically install it to the back of the guitar, which, my tailor, it's just too nice to do that to. Yeah. It's just the Koa wood on the back of that instrument is too nice to stick a piece of shit onto it. And my backup, whatever the fuck, I don't want to really ruin that guitar either, but I think it could be cool. It's also, it doesn't make the guitar louder. Which is what I thought it would do. Interesting. It, it does not. It makes it, it just has effects. <laughs> Which is fine. But if it made it louder, then I could really use it. Um, but yeah, I want to use the Chaos Pad because it's the most usable drum machine I think I could incorporate.
0: Okay, let me tell you about this thing. So, I, I sent you a Snapchat Probably two weeks ago, and you have you're not a Snapchat person anymore. But I'm I, not.
1: Re- I'm not really a Snapchat I, person. I, it was
0: just because it was the easiest thing that was accessible. Do you have, or have you heard of the rocktopus?
1: What's a rocktopus?
0: It's a child's toy. <laughs> it's a child's toy. But I am having so much fun with it. <laughs> really? So it it's like this, this little guy. You get these like little pod things, and you put them in. And it, like, mixes and matches them. So, like, there must be, like, um, QR sensors or what the fuck are they? Um, It's, like, what's in the Amiibo, whatever it is. But so it senses what instrument Mm -hmm. it is. And so, like, you can do, like, mix and match music. And you have bass, guitar, drums, keyboard. That's cool. And it'll just start playing, like, one of the tunes and then if you like take out one of the instruments and put another one it'll like replace it with and so like there's just like infinite possibilities like uh, all the music the songs are like baked in but i just like when it starts playing like it's like oh this sounds kind of reggae let me mix it up to like
1: oh that's cool put a
0: horn in there some congas and you know and it's just fun and so i'm just like hanging out with my baby as she's like stomping around the the basement and i'm just playing beats with her (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, that's awesome. Yeah, and then, that's awesome. And then my my parents were cleaning out their basement because they're hosting Christmas Eve, and they're like, we we need space because there's gonna be a million kiddos here. So they like on on Thursday on Iris's birthday, they like just dropped like a dump truck worth of stuff <laughs> at my house. <laughs> they're like, it's like here are all those records that you said that you wanted, but you've never taken, and you still don't have a record player. Sure. And here's your old keyboard. So, I'm Oh cool. Yeah, so I'm kind of like I should bring the keyboard in. I've got like a MIDI cable. I'm like I can mess around with that. That would be fun. But
1: That's cool. Yeah, yeah. That's awso- that's awesome. Yeah. Uh yeah, definitely play with that, man. The instruments sound really cool nowadays. Yeah. Um uh, you know, uh uh I don't know. I've been listening to um, all of these, like, you know, like the new music sounds a lot, like, very, like, disco-oriented. Yep. So, I, like, I wanted to do a song about, like, disco laundry. <laughs> like a disco laundromat. <laughs> yes. That's what I'm working on. That's what, that's my I creation. I like that. Yeah, I think that could be funny. <laughs>
0: I'm. Uh, all I'm going to say is I relived the disco revival like eight years ago and it's like only coming back now like everyone else is like mainstream like yeah disco (laughs) i'm
1: like okay (laughs) it kind of came out really big with daft punk when that record came out yeah um but now
0: like you're you're right like all the mainstream artists like have like disco influences it's not just like oh let's just play disco tunes that you know um but no, yeah. it's
1: very the, the Lizzo song is disco, yeah. the new Beyoncé song is very disco. Dua Lipa like it's all Dua Lipa like is yeah. very disco like it's all ve- it's very very disco oriented. So I'm trying to tap into that with the neo soul guitar <laughs> and that's the whole that's the whole enchilada. Um, but yeah, there's been plenty of fun stuff to talk about this movie. Are you ready to go?
0: Yeah, I just I just noticed that Skype, I don't know if you're Skype updated, but mine did. There's a record button in the lower left-hand corner. We also have call recorder. I don't know. Look at that. I don't know. Uh, That's cool. So we'll experiment. And maybe one of these days we will upgrade to Zoom. I ha- or so where where do our faces go? Oh Oh, no. oh, oh okay. there you
1: go. Ha! Huh. Let's try it out.
0: All right. So we're recording there. We're recording on call recorder. and recording on Audacity.
1: Yeah, we're yeah, and GarageBand. We're using all the things. We're using all the things. That's important.
0: So if you've been listening this entire time, this has been the preamble to the Long Lost years podcast <laughs> on December 12th, 2022, the day, as it were, in between my daughter's birthday and my wife's birthday.
1: You got one day. Yeah. <laughs> Technically, day. There,
0: there's five days, but, you know, the whole weekend was busy and here we are Monday. AJ couldn't go to an open mic. We got busy shit to do. No,
1: no, 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 no. You got to do this. This is this is the thing, and yeah. Now we gotta we we gotta talk because this motherfucker is in the news. (laughs) Huge, huge news. So so
0: so, do we start with the movie or do we start with DC or do we? We have to talk. We
1: have to talk about the. We have to talk about the movie. All right. So quickly, quickly, quickly. So, guys,
0: came out like a month ago because we're you you clicked
1: on you clicked on the podcast you you know what's going on. We're here to talk about Black Adam, um, the latest of the DCU's offerings, starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson, also appearing in it, uh, Pierce Brosnan, also appearing in it, uh, the guy who plays Hawkman, who's very very good, Aldous Hodge, Aldous Hodge, who's awesome. Uh, Listen, it's an action packed. star started movie and we're going to get into all the spoilers and all the information but I just really quickly this movie it was entertaining as hell hmm. like I, I know that people are really have really hated on it but to me I think that in a lot of the ways that the epic fights in Marvel are sometimes really fun um, for me they've kind of soured over the last couple of movies with the exception of Shang-Chi and I think that uh, this movie had some really epic CGI fighting that uh, I've missed. Um, is the plot 100% there? No. Is this the best DCEU movie? Definitely not. But I think that there's a lot going on. And uh, there's now a lot. There's, there's still a lot going on. So,
0: all right. I I don't know what I expected going into this yeah but one thing i know i expected was the rock being awesome right and i don't think we really got that oh man so i'm like that's my biggest but like but
1: where but where's the threshold though let me ask you really where where do you think is the threshold that when the when Dwayne the Rock Johnson, he's always gonna Fast Five that motherfucker.
0: I, I yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like uh, I don't care. I mean, that's who he is. Like I want. Right. I want the charismatic Rock that I've known and loved for the past twenty two years. When I started watching him in the WWF, uh, like that's just like he just brings it every movie. And for a, a film where he executive produced and made this thing happen, like they've been working on it for like 15 years, they, t- they they sucked his the life out of him. Like you're absolutely right. The action is fantastic and like some really cool fight sequences that we haven't seen in Marvel in a really long time, but it's dry
1: as hell. Yeah, it's pretty dry. It's pretty toast-like. It's not <laughs> juicy. Um, it is. It yeah, like, is where's his a- humor? Like,
0: I, mean, I know that we're, it's like we're doing the fish out of water thing. Like, I get yeah. that. But, like, like all those attempts at him, like, being like, oh, all right, let me do my catchphrase, like, thing and, like, all that stuff. Like, it just falls flat to me. I'm like, The Rock can do so much better. Like, I feel like he focused so so much on like I want Black Adam to be badass and stoic and like knowing like like no one can beat him. He is the you know antithesis to Superman in this universe now, right? Like he's so strong. But like
1: I don't know. I wanted him to have fun with it and he just I don't feel like he did. I feel like anytime I was having fun I wasn't with Black Adam. Mm-hmm. I was with Pierce Brosnan and and Doctor Fate. Yep. I was with Aldous Hodge and Hawkman. I was with the weirdo guy that plays uh, the Adam. Smasher. <laughs> you know, I just felt like Black Adam and the 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 Rock's character. You're you're right. It it was it was not as super duper fun as it could have been. Uh, uh, definitely an OG missed opportunity. But, but and I think one of the other things hmm. is
0: like again going into the movie you're you're told it's gonna be
1: Black Adam
0: versus the justice society which, sure which that's what that's what we were
1: advertised
0: which it is and and also like i I feel like going in you you kind of expect that he's gonna be an antihero like he's not gonna be you know the straight up villain this whole time but the villain of this movie is
1: garbage right yeah well <sighs> Let me. I, I I do think some of what you're saying is true, you know. In that, The Rock does hold some responsibility as the EP of this movie, and that yeah, like it seems like the other Marvel, the m- excuse me, the other uh, Warner's execs were like, dude, like don't worry, we're gonna get to the fun stuff in the sequel. Like don't worry, we're gonna get to the fun stuff in the sequel. It feels we have that to. Way. We have to ground it. We have to set. The, we have to set the tone. And I think that uh, that it, w- it was definitely those co- conversations were rushed, and to that point, I don't think like someone like James Gunn allows those conversations to be rushed. And I think that he's kind of he's kind of the dude who's like, hold up, like yeah, we have to do a Suicide Squad. I hear you, but I'm gonna totally redefine what that means and I'm going to set up excellent marketing. It's going to bring people in, and when they get there, they're going to see something they've actually never really seen before, mm-hmm. and it's going to really work. And that level of creativity and uh, ownership, I'm very excited for Mr. Safran and Mr. Gunn to bring to the DCEU. I was hoping that... Mr Johnson would have more of I, I, I guess I was hoping for a little bit more creativity, but I could also see that maybe he put that time and effort into the visual effects and the fighting. Yeah. And then he's like, dude, like it, this has to stand out and be significant and then that and then that way he's right. I, I'm excited to watch it on my TV mm-hmm. for sure. Um, I, I, you know the plot of this movie is murky at best. But the plot of this character is murky at best. And I think that the best part of actually they were correct in not spending too much time on the origin and focusing on, you know, the conflict and the his existence in the presence of the DCEU. Mm-hmm. You know, like, but it's not... It, y- it, yes like, and no. Yes. <laughs> but be- the fuck...
0: Th- be- because, like, I agree with you, like, spending a lot of time in the, the, the past... Which just felt like three hundred. Um, like, Definitely. Yeah, you don't need that. But also, they like they they gave that stuff away in the trailers, so I don't know why they they played like it was a um, a surprise when it was actually uh, Teth Adam is is the father, not the son. Like that, we knew. I, they, it was a wasted plot point or or don't give it away in the trailers and be like, oh, OK, you know, um, but yeah. But then the murkiness of of the D.C., I mean, DCEU is has been and forever will be a mess until uh, James Gunn and Peter Safran like make make it work again. Flashpoint or something. Um, yeah. I mean, we have references to the heroes like the kids room is like littered with Batman Superman Aquaman Wonder Woman blah 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 but the one that, orgy of evidence <laughs> but the one that should make the most sense Shazam is completely where absent. is he like yeah and and that's I don't know if it's so much of this movie's fault as it's Shazam even in the, the first Shazam movie felt disconnected but like this, he, no, that's the primary problem. He the, is the he is a Shazam character, a Shazam villain. His the the fucking wizard was there. His powers are used by saying Shazam. They don't even mention him. Like it doesn't make sense.
1: Yeah, it's bizarre. Um, that is the that's the primary flaw I think of this movie is the disconnectedness from the Shazam world. Um, it's just, it's just, it's just bizarre at best. I don't understand that apparently he's not in the next Shazam movie either, which also is, is confusing. It would seem to me this would be a great way that even before the takeover and even before putting James Gunn and Safran in, um, this is a great way to do a soft reboot. Mm. Say like, here's two movies back to back. They'll have stakes in between, And you'll want to go to both because it matters because we're dealing with these level of superpowers and all these dudes are going to be in it and fighting. And to me, that's like a a surefire hit. Like that's an awesome way to gin up excitement about, about your failing universe. It it
0: really could have been right. I mean like this movie, if this movie was 10 out of 10, like not that it would be, but if it, it had that, that level of stakes and it, it felt connected and, And yeah, like the next one, uh, Shazam Fury of the Gods was like a like a Civil War level movie where definitely where it's like, oh, shit. And now you've got Black Adam and then and then there's fallout. Right. Definitely. They're just they're just going to exist separately. They're going to ignore each other. And I I think part of the problem is like The Rock is just like, I I don't care about Shazam. I want to fight Superman. That's like he he enters the room and everyone's intimidated by him because he can snap their necks with his pinky. And he's just like, no, I want to fight Superman. And so
1: I understand not being threatened by Zachary Levy. (laughs) But I also think, that like, you know, there there's something to be said about the fact that there wasn't a dude or hasn't been people in place to tell The Rock, like, no, dude, like it will make. Trust me, we'll make so much more money. If we just set this up as like almost a two movie arc, you know, where like we set up the conflict between you and Shazam, then you go and you battle Shazam. Like, I, I think that there's there. It's a ama- it, you're right. That's In, the that, it, that's the main problem. Instead um, of
0: the uh, stupid cameo that wasn't a cameo at the end of Shazam, with the you know Superman oh head down, no head. They should have had fucking Black Adam
1: there. Totally. Totally. And it makes way more sense. It
0: makes way more sense. And then here, instead of... Uh, it, well, and then that maybe makes this movie totally different unless you say, like, okay, him showing up in the, as a post credit scene Happened prior to this,
1: and then you you show them yeah. them meeting here. Like post credit scenes, don't have to always canonically fit. No, perfectly. they don't have. They to. just have to. They just have to work.
0: And, and and then if you want, after the Shazam Black Adam shit, then you can be like, okay, here's
1: Superman. Right. Fine. So you we have, have to get into that now. So you know. So spoiler alert: Henry Cavill comes back. Sadly, sadly, <laughs> like, like, well, like. First of it, all. It,
0: if if you haven't heard about this now by now, yeah, good for you too. because I I did I didn't see this movie right away and I knew. Yeah. <laughs> I mean you can't not know.
1: Can't not uh, know. There was
0: the biggest news about this movie because everything else was sort of a
1: wet fart. <sighs> um, you know I I love Henry Cavill's Superman. Mm-hmm. I'm very sad that that he was only given a post-credit scene. I don't know why he's working for Amanda Waller. Um, To me, that is also murky. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, You know, I like that we're using Amanda Waller as kind of the Nick Fury. I think that's a very good idea. But ultimately, her character is fundamentally different from Nick Fury. Nick Fury is the leader of Shield, which deals with exclusively the Avengers. Well a- and, and Amanda Waller is like a, a a bad guy at best.
0: Yeah, and and she um obviously she like she was in the Suicide Squad movie. Right. She was also in Peacemaker, which happened after the Suicide Squad. Right. Which if you haven't seen Peacemaker, that's that that shows better than this movie. Times ten, um, times ten. Oh my god, it's fucking hilarious and so much fun. Like just okay, you gotta Fair- watch it.
1: I've got, I've gotten halfway through it. I have to finish it. Okay, good. Um,
0: but she's in that, and the fallout from that show, like, it doesn't make sense for her to be here, right? Um, without saying giving spoilers, so like. Yeah, I don't and, and and like you were saying, why would Superman owe her a favor? <laughs> like it doesn't it
1: it's so she's, it, she's
0: not like the you, United States I mean, she is sort of the United States government, but like
1: She's she, not the president. No, no. She's not the president. Like, what did she blackmail him or something? She must have Maybe. blackmailed Superman. She probably. knows who Clark Kent is. Maybe. Um but yeah I, I,
0: <laughs> And my favor is I won't tell the world about you. <laughs>
1: Yeah, exactly. That that, that uh, makes more sense. Uh, like, right. uh, you know, <sighs> let me talk about the post-credit scene for a minute. Here's why post-credit scenes are exciting. A post-credit scene there there's two uh, there's two ways to do a post-credit scene. Well, three, but there's two way, there's two main ways. Okay? There's you introduce new characters. Right, or you introduce plot, okay? So let's think about the best post credit scenes, right? So, three, like you said, three, it's just funny, or it's just funny, right? But, uh, you know, the first one, I would say the introduction of Thanos at the end of the Avengers, which was just meant to be a throwaway, there was no intention, there's no major thinking behind it. It was just like, let's just do this, this will be fun. And there it is, sending us all into a tizzy for years and years and years and years and years. Mm-hmm. There you go. All right, plot number two, which would be like a story plot, right, would be kind of like uh, the end of Black Panther setting up that uh, Bucky Barnes is in Wakanda, right? Mm-hmm. So he's White Wolf, whatever, but okay. Or, or, when, or, when the, inv- or
0: the one when... Um when, when they had captured Bucky, like his arms in the vice, I think that's Ant-Man maybe. Sure, like sure. setting up the, the idea of Civil War, yeah. That's plot.
1: Right, so those two methods, I think are, that's the way that you do it. And I think that what DC, excuse me, Warners, what Warners doesn't understand is that if you just show off a character for character's sake, you're wasting everybody's time. Because... Yeah, you can pay Henry Cavill however much money it costs to get him to put the suit on and to post what he posted on Instagram and do all that shit, but if you know that you're about to hire these dudes and, and do what they do, to me, this just seems like a fuck you to the fans in a way, especially knowing what we know now, which we'll talk about in a minute. But you well, go in there and you see this and you think oh, shit, he's back, or, oh, what? Or like whatever's happened, like, here he is again, here's Superman. And then for Henry Cavill to go on social media and say, like, there's more to come, don't worry, get excited, this is great. And then to know what we know right now, which is that James Gunn and Peter Safran are now the new Kevin Feige of the DCEU that Warner Brothers has gone out, and they approached two different people, uh, a director and a writer, to manage the next 10 years of, of, of DC Warner's movies. And listen, Frank and I have been asking for that for years and years and years. Uh, but it also seems like at this time that uh, they set us up with the most perfect misdirect and a great way to give themselves an out. B- Black Adam fails at the box office. It doesn't produce the kind of money that they p- spent into it, which we know had to be millions and millions and millions of dollars. And now we get to reboot. So <sighs> historically,
0: the DC films haven't had that many post-credit scenes. And they have had, I, I, I can't tell you off the top of my head what they all are because I don't know. That's true. but But they have been doing them lately. And they've had sort of mixed, uh, you know, intentions. But the thing is, if you just like, if you take away all of the -the behind-the-scenes drama, and you just look at the movies, sure, the last, like, I guess, canonical appearance of of Superman with his face, because we we don't really count the Zack Snyder's Justice League because that's just sort of a
1: Right, it's like a, that's take. like a greatest hits. Yeah,
0: um, is the Justice League movie 2017 five years ago? Hmm. But but if you look at the the, the slate of movies, so after that it's Aquaman, Shazam, Birds of Prey, Wonder Woman 1984, The Suicide Squad. Nothing related to Superman, and it, they're they're making it feel like this grand return, where like really in the world in the universe itself it's not he didn't go it like yeah he died but he came back in that movie and and he's here so like the reason that everyone's like oh my god he's back is because he was gone and back 30 times in the f- past 5 years
1: yeah and that's
0: so true. that's the the issue because they made it uh, like such a big deal but like if they didn't fuck it up <laughs> we'd be in such a different place but i know what you're saying like the shame is that they, they filmed this thing without even knowing if he was going to be back. Yeah. And then they, they put him in um, once they, they worked out whatever deal. And who knows if that deal even stands anymore because the, yeah. the creative direction is changing again. Totally. They just scrapped Wonder Woman 3. Uh,
1: That's more of a Patty Jenkins
0: problem. though. Well, clearly, because they scrapped Rogue Squadron. Rogue Squadron.
1: Correct. Yeah. Um, and they probably just don't
0: have faith in her anymore after 1984 bombed um yeah and so they've looked at the track record and like well james gunn has had hit after hit after hit with marvel suicide squad was a hit for us let's just go with his plan and i mean i'm here for it but i i am a little bit nervous like and, and like i think as but you loved
1: Peacemaker.
0: But as much and, and I love Peacemaker as much as I love G- James Gunn, I'm a little bit nervous as to like how much of the the pr- like the prior history that they're planning to just throw away <laughs> slash oh. like the new the forward plans. Like because some of the things like, yeah, we're kind of exciting. Like I we want we want. Henry Cavill, we want Ben Affleck, we want. Michael Keaton, like give us sure. those things,
1: right? But I also like in this Black Adam world that there's just new superheroes, and that that's cool, and we don't have to spend time with their origins. But <laughs> and like so, and we and we know who they are, and the average idiot isn't going to see this movie. That was proven, right? It and was the nerds, right? But but how come
0: the right? Justice Society, sure, which operates. Clearly with a lot of financial backing. Yeah. And operates with what is assumed history between the characters like uh Hawkman and Doctor Fate have been doing this for a long time, but it's great to see you again.
1: Right, definitely. Why
0: yeah. is it that when the Justice League get together, it feels like the first time there's ever been a superhero team? It's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> and who was the old Justice Society team? before they had to get new members.
1: True. You know, I, I could also <laughs> No, that's a good question. I think it's the, the the beauty of Dr. Fate and Hawkman working together is that you have two kind of edges like they're well they're well cast, but they're also well paired. You know, like Hawkman is is an alien. He's, you know, he's very by the book. He's, you know, the straight man. Whereas Pierce Brosnan gets to be kind of like a more goofy Do- Doctor Strange mm-hmm. and really get to lean into, you know, th- the alternate persona that he puts on when he becomes Doctor Fate, right? Like, he's he gets to transform... And use that in his acting. like that's a very cool thing. yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I to me, I'm I'm more like ready to dive into like their ongoings than I am like worried about like the the continuity of it in that moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think that like if you had another JLA level, hero that it would have like thrown it off like to me like aquaman cameo is like so easy here like they're like so and and like or like i don't know Uh, Um, i guess the main thing is the shazam cameo that's the main one
0: that's the one that should have happened and vice versa like if it didn't if shazam didn't happen here at least black adam should have happened before in the shazam movie I don't know. We'll see. I mean, obviously, neither of us have seen Shazam: Fury of the Gods, which comes out in March. Uh, uh, I'm going to spoil something for Peacemaker. Yeah, there's there are cameos
1: Mm.
0: there. Mm. So, um, Mm. yeah, um, and I think you know, looking forward, the Flash. Somehow is
1: happening in June. Maybe, maybe, um, maybe, it, they, may, maybe it's happening. They, they, maybe. There, there's no, there's no one out there to say that the Flash is really going to happen. Really, I, I think that. It, well, they moved we have up to, the have, release date a week. We have to, we have to skip, we have to skip ahead to the, where we are now, which is that in between this movie being launched and today. James Gunn and Peter Safran are announced as the new Kevin Feige of the DCEU. Mm -hmm. Wonder Woman 3, we know, is for sure scrapped. Man of Steel 2, at this point, very unlikely due to the Hollywood Porter report. And then you also have... uh, Well, the uh, the Zaslav effect. The continuation of Aquaman, like we think Aquaman is probably done, or Jason Momoa's Aquaman is probably done after the next movie.
0: The thing we have to go back to, though, is, like, the, the, the gun and Saffron news is is beget to the David Zaslav WB and Discovery news. Like, that's what, like, all yeah, summer that's long, true. like, with... with with the cancellations and the Batgirl movie falling, uh, being pulled, and mm-hmm. like there's just so much behind the scenes, like like everything. Yeah, that but was the happening... Bat but
1: the Batgirl pull was the right move, which is why it was good that we didn't talk about it because it would have been negative and sh- and shitting on things, and we don't do that. And the reality is is that they, me and you, are quality control people. That is our thing, mm-hmm. and like the idea that they saw this movie, however much money was put into it. And they saw it and were like, oh, fuck no. We cannot put this out there. Like, to me, that shows, like, real, like, uh, belief in the future and a desire that, like, they know that they have to course correct. Mm. Like, they could have easily put this movie out and said, like, you know what, it's a nod back to the 90s superhero movies where we didn't give as much of a fuck, and here you go. Mm -hmm. Or Catwoman, Halle Berry 2002. (laughs) You know, like, they... They absolutely could have put that movie out, but they, they, the 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 execs knew as much to say this is not up to the level of where the DC fan is at this point, and if we do that, we're gonna diminish the brand so much and diminish Michael Keaton that this is a fucking major failure. So, I, as much as I I think that it sucks that they're. IP got scrapped, and that this movie, you know, we we didn't get to see. And we know that the creatives behind it are smart and good people. Like, obviously, that's not what we're saying. But the reality is, is that they were making this movie on the kind of budget that they they don't make these movies at. Yeah. You know, and to to that credit, like, you know... Could somebody have remade the Batman on a shoestring budget like could they have Matt Reeves like taken on some crazy pseudonym and gone off into fucking Czechoslovakia and made this movie for maybe 7 million dollars you know with <laughs> Robert Pattinson and nobody else <laughs> Yeah probably but you know the reality is is that you the, the they however however much money they knew that that was in that movie and that they could see what was coming, and that, the, and that that we had seen the article saying they're looking for a direction, they're looking for somebody to come yeah. in, like oh shit, and like of course me and you threw our resumes in there, no fucking he- calls back from us, <laughs> uh, but you know, I'm I'm content with with what they're doing. I- I'm sad f- I'm sad for the rock. I'm sad that you know, I'm sad this movie wasn't better, but you know. Uh, I also think that the future of the, of the DCEU is bright because we know that they're not touching uh they're not touching the Batman. They're not touching Joker. Right. They are apparently the takahashi Code Superman movie is still in development. Well, and, and
0: the, the the first two you mentioned are are distinctly not in this continuity, so that's why they can keep moving forward. Totally. Uh, but but the, totally. The one that I mentioned at first like was The Flash and that
1: Well, yeah, sure.
0: We have forever been speculating that that movie was going to be a reset point anyway. Well, we knew that. They had pitched that to us. They pitched it, and then Flashpoint, I mean, just like knowing what the comic books are. um, So it is a really good pivot, and it could give them a really great opportunity. Um, And so as much as it would be amazing to have Man of Steel 2 and amazing to see what's next with Gal Gadot, uh, you know, the 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 entire slate of characters um, may be different after that film. Um, we know that there's Aquaman and, and the Lost Kingdom, but like you were saying before, there's no reason that movie can't take place before the events of the Flash. Like it doesn't, it's not ideal, but you know, it. You know, like we just got Black Widow. <laughs>
1: Right, but that's not a- notwithstanding, you know Ezra Miller being like a total weirdo and like doing these weird things where he's is met. being kind. <laughs> like he's being. I think that's a. I think we need to bring back weirdo. I think weirdo is is a fair term. It's politically correct. Anybody can be a weirdo. I uh, I feel like I es- use I Ezra like I use Mi- the word Ezra Miller is being a weirdo. Okay. I feel like it's not harsh enough. <laughs> But okay. No, I I, listen. I'm gonna. I'm dying on that hill. He's being a. Uh, Excuse me. Ezra Miller is being a weirdo, and (laughs) they uh, are are having a really rough go the last couple of of Uh, years. And And I don't. uh, Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I don't know. I don't know what is up with them, but I will. I will say to Ezra Miller, I am a fan of yours, and get your shit together. (laughs) We, you know. The, the entourage side of Frank and I is like, motherfucker, like, get this, slap him, you know, send him away, whatever he's got to do, come back in there and get your ass in the fucking game. Well, and the thing is, but it's like
0: this <laughs> this could be a major pivot point that the character would be crucial to lead into the future, Uh
1: <sighs> so, I I so could also see. I could also see and I and I'm going to say something crazy. I could also see that his legal troubles are foreboding. And if he gets into some serious shit, I don't think you can have your major top-tier DC superhero have any stint in jail for the kind of stuff he's accused for. Mm-hmm. So I could definitely see them saying that's a wash and and letting it go because so, so you, you know think, what you think that there could be even another
0: like true reboot after the flash like they're not
1: yeah hmm. i think uh, it, the it, let's see how the marketing for that movie ramps up because that's the next thing to go big right that's the next thing warner's will be pushing big it'll be all over new york city um It'll it, it the marketing already was was super huge. It had Michael Keaton in the first trailer. Uh, let's see how they market it. I'm curious to see how that looks because I don't know if that movie's coming out, man. Uh, but okay. Uh, moving <laughs> Somehow on. Somehow the
0: blue the blue beetle is. <laughs> Somehow
1: the blue beetle. Listen, I think the blue beetle could be cool. Uh, I know listen. zero about it. Yeah. Well, you know the. All, all, all. Warner's has to do is zag. They don't have. They don't even have to zig appropriately now. All they have to do is do the opposite of whatever Marvel does. And I think that that is a. Uh, they're already. They're already proving that they can kind of do that. And the next thing that M- Warner's has to do is they have to do a villain team up movie. They have to get to a Legion of Doom. To me, that is the next thing I want to see. Warner uh, Marvel has not done that. They focus on the heroes. Thunderbolt's is anti-heroes. I think if they if,
0: if Suicide Squad is anti-heroes.
1: Suicide Squad is anti-heroes. If they doubled down and got to the villains and just spent time on the villains, they have something they have something baked into the cake. And then you can use Superman because you don't need Superman to be brooding and standing around questioning what it means to be Superman. He just comes in because he's almost the bad guy of that movie. What villains? That's also a great question. Uh,
0: you're not, you're, are they going to go back to Jesse Eisenberg, Lex Luthor? No, no.
1: I, I think you get black. I think you get Black Manta around. I think you get Harley Quinn. I think you get, uh, you know, um, you know, uh, the shark guy. <laughs> You know So you're uh, talking
0: the Suicide Squad too.
1: Brack, <laughs> Brack from uh Space Ghost. <laughs> like, you know, I'm I'm saying we get some we get some people on the B team from Mortal Kombat. Like okay. what's what's Sub Zero doing? Where we, is he? We gotta end this episode. <laughs> uh listen. Black Adam, it was a movie. Maybe you saw it. We definitely did. Do we remember it? Probably not as good as you do. I hope that you liked this movie, I hope you like this podcast. I hope that you're happy with the direction of the DCEU. We certainly aren't. The last, I mean, the, the main thing that I wanted to end on, and it will just, uh, really, we have, we're have we at 36 minutes on this mark. Uh, it, 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 James Gunn tweeted that Superman is a priority. Yes. Like today. He did. So I, I think that. If not the most, the biggest priority, which is a great thing to hear. They are very lucky that Henry Cavill is still in his 30s, right? Uh, he's like 37 or 38. He just quit the fucking Witcher to be Superman. They're not going to like fuck that up. They're not going to fuck this up. He's going to he's going to be around. They're going to figure it out. I whatever that happens, we're there for it. 39. But, oh, 39, he's a baby. He's fine. Um yeah. Listen. Um did you like the podcast tonight, Frank? Did I like the podcast tonight?
0: (laughs) I don't know if I'm allowed to say that.
1: (laughs) That's okay. That's okay.
0: I I, I can't rate and review my own episode. Um, (laughs) No, I think it was great. It was great to get all this off our chest. Uh, Did we actually talk about the Black Adam movie? Probably not. Um, But
1: it was... Condoc, God bless you.
0: (laughs) Um, It's a place. It's a place.
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. What did you? What was your favorite Black Adam thing? What did you think was the most cool about Black Adam?
0: I mean, I really liked when he ripped that guy in half. That was pretty cool.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was pretty sweet. Uh, um, I really liked uh the flying stuff. I thought that nobody, you know, the Iron Man flying stuff. They were doing it early on, and then they kind of got away from it. There was never really been any cool Thor flying stuff. No. So, like, I'm down when they, like, a character that flies, like, they, like, really make it look cool. Mm-hmm. And I think the scene with the jets will look good in 4K on my TV. So, I'm, I'm down I, to watch I, that again. I like the
0: other supporting cast. Like, I liked, um, uh,
1: <sighs> I don't remember. The either. girl. <laughs> Well, yeah, and no, b- the
0: mom with the kid, yeah, and the kid kind of annoyed me, but like the uncle guy was fun. Um, yeah,
1: the uncle guy was okay. I liked uncle guy. Yeah, uh,
0: uh, that was good, because that uh, he provided good co- comic relief. Um,
1: yeah, this movie was torn- tornado, not cy- funny.
0: Cy- cyclone. She was, she looked cool. Mm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yep. I, I, I came out of this movie feeling underwhelmed. Like I. It was was a ride. It was more... You're right. This was a ride. It was a ride, and I went on the ride, and I enjoyed the ride, and it was cheap, and I ate popcorn. But I had higher hopes for The Rock as a leading man because he historically has been great. And it's not that he wasn't... He was just too stoic. He wasn't enough. He didn't have
1: enough charisma. He's just a... Do you think, like, Edward Norton and The Rock could do a movie together? Like, where you have, like, somebody who's, like, so method and, like, somebody who's so, like, the opposite of that? No. No, I don't. I don't think (laughs) that would work. I think that they could do, like, a buddy comedy.
0: I mean, that's (laughs) the reason why The Rock and fucking Vin Diesel, like, don't get along. That's true.
1: (laughs) That's true. Yeah,
0: that sucks. That's why we're not getting The Rock in Fast Ten.
1: Yeah, but those movies lost me after we put the the guy in the CGI in the end of the movie. Um, Should I watch eight? Eight is good, and nine is good, too, I guess? So let me
0: tell you about this. Uh, I had only seen one and two. Oh, shit. And then during the pandemic, I caught up. Okay, yeah. So... I can't really tell you a lot of like, oh, I like this one. I like that one. I like this one. This one was great because they kind of started to blur together. All I can yeah. tell you is that I had a great time. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty fun to watch. Um, they just got more and more absurd. So, yeah, eight, nine. I, I don't remember which one was which. I remember Hobbs and Shaw being different, but that was b- The Rock being The Rock, and that was fun. Uh, so now we have The Rock. Fast and the Furious Cinematic Universe and the Vid Diesel Fast and the Furious Cinematic Universe. Maybe they'll cross over again in the future. Or not.
1: <laughs> or not.
0: Or not. Um, Alright. Anything else? That's it. I got
1: all right. nothing.
0: All right. Well, we are the Long Lost Heroes Podcast. Uh, this has been an episode about Black Adam and DC, I think. That's what we're going to call it. Uh, so you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For now, at LLH Podcast. Uh, You can find us on iTunes, uh, Stitcher. Is
1: Stitcher still a
0: thing? people use Stitcher? Should we stop that?
1: Well, Mark Maron got off of Stitcher, but it's still a thing. It's still Uh, a podcast app. We're not on iHeartRadio.
0: What are we going to do? Spotify, Google Podcasts, Logos Heroes Podcast. You can rate us and review us. That would be awesome. Uh, You can email us at www. No, No, that's not how it works. (laughs)
1: Can, Not www.
0: You can go to the website. Not though. that one. www.
1: Dot. Net. Boom.
0: Info listen. at longlostheroes.net is the email address that you can email us. I don't even know if anyone's
1: emailed us. No, they really don't. So, um, um, listen, uh, thank <laughs> you for tuning in. Um, we're glad to see that you, you know we're back. We're back. Um, t- see you around.
0: We've got content. And there... Um, a movie comes out this week that is kind of large that I don't care about, but I'm gonna see anyway. Oh, really? It's a certain James Cameron sequel.
1: <laughs> oh, that small, teeny tiny art house film about the about the Something Blue about Man Group? Wet. I don't know. <laughs> Does the Blue Man Group go to Splish Splash Splash yeah. on the L.A. <laughs> Dude, uh, never mind. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I'll. S- I'm gonna go see the Blue Band. <laughs> I, 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 I have to watch the first
0: one again because I don't remember anything. No, you
1: don't need to see it again. That I think. That I think is the truth. Don't watch it again. I think just go into this movie. You know what happened? I, I really don't. I really don't.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I've, I All think right. I've
0: only seen it once. Um, and for that, we are Long Lost Heroes podcast. I'm Frank. Good.
1: I'm AJ. <laughs> Have a great night.